right? Yeah. You can hear it bouncing there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm John Bolger with Premier Guitar. I am here with Jake Kiska of Greta Van Fleet. Jake, congratulations, man. Since I last saw you, you won yeah. a Grammy or two Grammys. Yeah, two won. Grammys. Yeah, one. God, I won a Grammy. Yeah. Uh, took over the world. Yeah. Last time I saw <laughs> this guitar, you were holding it together with duct tape. I know. Literally. That's right. I duct tape. remember that. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, it so had, a, had a little uh, noble battle scar from, uh, right. from, you know, a rock and roll tragedy. It was, it's right. I can be pretty brutal with that. I guess since you can, if you can see, I've, it's been fixed subtly, but you can see just yeah. where they crack sort of right. ends up being right in here. Yeah, That's one fantastic. more ding really didn't make any difference on that. No, button. I don't think so. So for those people that didn't see the last rig rundown, talk about this guitar. Yeah, so this is a 1961 Les Paul, um, rather than what's referred to as the SG body style, which, um, you know, because um, Les Paul didn't have anything to do with designing this body style for Gibson. It was, uh, he wanted his name taken off of it. So I think 63s or 4s are referred to as SG solid guitar. Right. And these are referred to as Les Pauls still. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I use, I use mainly this one. This is number one, yeah, 61. I, that is the only guitar, I've, I've watched a ton of your stuff, and that's the only guitar I've really seen you play. Now, yeah. granted, it's hard to tell sometimes, right? but it always looks like that one. Yeah, I use this for every, pretty much every song that I, I can if it's on electric. Um, yeah. And I've, I've used this in the studio quite a lot. I have uh, another 61 Les Paul, actually, since oh, last we. Oh. So it's a backup, and well, I use let's, that for switches. So. Okay, let's just see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, of it's, course. There's also subtle differences as well. Okay, let's see this guy. It's pretty good. I love that you're uh, still doing the rock and roll straight chord. Just right. Thank you. Yeah. Just the cable right into that. No wireless. I love that. Yeah. I think it sounds better. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. There's a direct it, it sort of response to yeah. it. And, and the other one, number one, that's all, that's pretty much all original, right? The, the PAS yeah. and the whole deal. Everything's original. And you can really sort of hear the amount of like contours and the tonality over time. You can hear the journey, you know, yeah. of the guitar, right? The pots and the dust and the sweat. You know, it all adds all, to it. It yeah. totally does. And it's interesting. So this is uh, another '61 Les Paul vintage, but um, it, it has different qualities of, of tone than the other one. But it's it's good for it's a little bit brighter, and these are uh, these PAFs are a bit hotter huh. as well. So it's cool for, for for a little bit of. Um, for a little bit of uh, difference in, in tones. So. Sure. Um, do sure. you want to hear this? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's hear. Let's do the taste test. Yeah. So this is the same settings. It's a bit hotter. The right. Hotter. It's funny. I, I bet listening on your tiny computer at <laughs> home, you can't tell the difference. But here, it is really a, a very distinct difference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it almost seems like it's got a little more high end to it. Definitely, it definitely does. This um, one had a much easier life than your number one. It did, yeah. It seems, <laughs> yeah. seems less of a casualty, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, that thing, that thing's lived. This thing's been yeah. like under a bed. Where, where this did is you interesting find it? too. Um, I actually, um, Marlon Young, who's Kid Rock's guitar player, and his friends were friends with 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 him. He he found this. I don't know where he sourced it from, but he found it somewhere, and, and he's, he was going to buy it. Yeah. And uh, and I said, no, you can't have it. I'm <laughs> going to buy it. And then so, so I picked it up from him, kind of. 
Oh, that's great. Um, but actually, another thing about this guitar is that the number one uh, Les Paul that I normally use is um, blocked off on the sideways. Oh, okay. Vibrato. Or and this one is still. And this one works. So I, I actually oh. use that sometimes, but subtly. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's great, man. Yeah. So are you probably you're probably always on the lookout for another one if that is yeah. your thing. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah, it is. I, and I find that it's just anything with PAFs, even like bursts or something like that. You know, it's like a PAFs are just such a great sounding pickup. Oh and I right. I really kind of really like that era from '60s, '63. If it's a vintage guitar, I do yeah. like reissues or, or some contemporary guitars. But yeah, but these are great. So in the comment sections, if you've got a 61 Les Paul that you I'll want to get it. rid of, no. this is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it off your hands, gladly. <laughs> so this is number two. That's number one. Yeah. And do you find yourself staying on these basically these two, through, for the whole yeah, show? Yeah, these two mainly, um, essentially, unless, unless there's an acoustic song, and I like to use the J45. Um, right. Right. Uh, custom shop for a lot of the acoustic stuff, tobacco burst. Um, last time we were here, we were doing the the uh, Cudercaster. Yes. As well, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which I prefer to play a lot of slides work on that. Yeah. Um, there is um, a number three that's a '62, I think, reissue. Okay. Yeah, which is which is also another one that kind of gets to switch around with, but it's pretty, pretty. That's pretty much it. It's it's like it's all sort of tactile and it's like right. don't really need like some guitars have a huge boat of instruments and sure I find that these are these tools are enough for me to be effective I guess yeah and uh, well you, you've established such a sound it's like that is your sound yeah so, yeah, yeah that's great I think so I think it's defined my sound <laughs> rather than me finding it in a way. Yeah. yeah yeah okay um well, let's talk a little bit about your amps. What do you yeah. now? Back here, we see the the Marshall and the and the Selmer. Yep. Um, but there's a lot more going on backstage. There is. So it's an interesting configuration. These are mainly for ambient stage sound, so that yeah. they can get sort of more of a more of a wide sort of sonic sound on stage, and it goes out nicely. But the, the Selmer, and I use that Selmer in the studio lot for Battle at Gardens Gate, actually. Oh, great. An old English one. I actually got that from a collection um, from Chicago Music Exchange um, recently. Um, Richard Fortas collection. That. Oh, really? So that was Richard Fortas's. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was really cool, though. Um, Former Guns N' Roses amp out that's there. That's right, yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool. It, um, and, um, yeah, so it's... so. The, what, there's a difference between, I suppose, the last time we did this and, yeah. and now with the amp configurations. Yeah. Um, so instead of using one Astoria and one Bletchley, and I suppose Bletchley is this an amp head that um, is from a boutique uh, shop in Detroit, yeah. Bletchley, and they make them there. And his name is Danny Russell, who owns it. And I had sort of inherited one earlier on when we were recording in Detroit a lot, and, and I took it on the road. and. You know, he kind of like let me have it, and so I've just stuck with it ever since. And it's been another defining factor, of, I suppose, the tone and sound of, of what we're doing sonically. Um, and then the Astoria. Um, so we've paired two Astorias, and we've paired two Marshalls, because I wanted to do something with stereo work in the in the in the in the PA system. Sure. And well, it's amazing. Yeah. Even in your wedge, it's coming up stereo. Yeah. Which so is, configure, I know. oh God, it's man, very interesting. what a luxury to Absolutely. hear your rig like they're hearing it out front. That's yeah. great. 
And so, I mean, do you want to move to to some of this? Yeah, of this stuff yeah. Here? Actually, let's let's kind of show how those work along with your pedals. That'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Um, so okay, so you've got so you're running into so just get it straight. Racks. Usually on these two guitars. Yes. Running into those amps. Oh, good. We're getting back yeah. to this one. Yeah, I think so. This would be a good way to demonstrate oh, yeah. some of the pedals. Yeah. So like so in, yeah, in, uh, in 30 years when you like donate that guitar to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> you should probably put that gaff tape back That's on. That's right. I, yeah. think, I think so. I miss yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. it was good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so you're running from, from this via cable into a crybaby. Yes. Yeah, we go, we're going into the, a crybaby here. Um, just for like, again, we, uh, we'll have to separate what it, what's going to be mono and what's going to be, what's going to be stereo, yeah. I suppose. Um, so this is just like a mono, the mono wah that we, I'm using. Um, but it's interesting for like something like Broken Bells or something, the solo in that. So it'd be, you know, kind of starting here. Yeah. But that solo section, it, it's in uh, C. So. And then here we can, because the solo is in, we stereoed it in the, in the studio. So yeah. to be able to have that effect, this wah pedal, this Dunlop, is actually a stereo wah. So it moves the, the guitar signal from left to right oh. as it's decompressed and, and, ex, and, How and compressed. How cool. So you can hear it. I'm not sure it'll translate, but... Jake, you win. Top. That's the coolest rig ever to have that wah. pretty good go between them oh my yeah. god it's pretty good and i think it's really quite effective for oh, the audience too right because it's going off these huge pas and god and just to have that sweep from one end to the other yeah absolutely oh so that's i've never seen a wall or never heard a wall going no that's something that we kind of came like up a, with. in a studio pan left yeah. and right yeah, yeah, that's something that we just sort of kind of came up with and oh. thought it would be interesting conceptually. That's a great idea, man. Yeah, so Okay, we'll see. show me more so that's cool, cool stuff. So, yeah, so the next sort of thing that we did as well, because we're working with a lot of sort of stereo things now in an interesting way. Um, so there's a, uh, still Holy Grails, like the, the, the pedal, the Holy Grail pedals, they're great reverb. Yeah. So we were able to configure one to be, a, to be stereo reverb. So you have the mono setting here, and you can kind of see how that's straight. But yeah. if we go to Grail 2, it becomes wider. Right. So it's... So it's stereo sound so that really helps sort of separate it it's cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> you pan it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh they're so into that's it. cool yeah, yeah they like it, it. <laughs> they, yeah all yeah. right yeah. um so uh same with it we have a 
a pog that's been introduced. Okay. And so this is interesting for Built by Nations uh, is something I use that for. And I kind of use it kind of throughout. So it's interesting. There's a bunch of different things going on here. But the cool thing about this rack system is before is like a, the pedal system pedal board that we had yeah you know i'd have to click maybe sure. three or four you to were configure. tap dancing yeah, yeah exactly so this is cool because now we can, can sort of combine any of these settings for anybody who's not familiar with this type of system and and for instance there's a pedal that i can cover right now called a talkback and i think uh dan electro makes it and it's oh. basically a reverse delay yeah so it sounds like the guitar and that is going backwards when in essence it's the delay is being shot backwards so if you can hear it here, the talk back on, the talk back on. Yeah. Whatever that is, it yeah, sounds yeah, great. <laughs> right. So there's a couple of things too. Um, stereo with the pog. So there's a uh, octaver in the pog. Yeah. But, so here's the talk back. kind of a couple things going on there. That is so great, man. Yeah, it's well, really it, cool. So that, there's the octave, there's the pog, you can kind of hear that, and then the, then the talk back, which kind of starts it. It's like a reverse guitar. Wow. So it's pretty cool. So, and it's all controlled by this, and you have presets for different, to give you different combinations. Right, exactly. And so that's pretty much it. I mean, there aren't a ton of uh, pedals that I'm using, just more configurations of pedals. Uh, there's two more. There's just a slapback, which we were also able to make stereo. Yeah. We were able to do a stereo slapback. Um, you just kind of hear it. Um, let's see. Here. No, stereo slap. Over the whole thing. Yeah. Really cool. But it That's makes it so much wider. This sort of right. Well, and you've got to cover so much sonic space with this band because mm -hmm. it's just, you know. One guitar player. Yeah, yeah, one guitar player, you know, bass and drums. Although, uh, your brother's <laughs> carrying, it, Sam's right. carrying a lot of, uh, he's covering a lot of ground too. Yeah, absolutely. But God, that sounds huge. So, yeah. um, we've photographed all your pedals back there, but cool. basically, it, yeah, there's the, there's the Pog, there's the, there's the Pog. Uh, Holy Grail. Yep. I don't know. Few other things. Yeah, long we'll, delays. We'll show a photo of it right now, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to these guys. Yeah. They can do it. There's a Mel Melotron pedal, Mel 9, too, oh, that yeah. I could demonstrate. Oh, yeah, well. I'd love to hear that. That's yeah, please. A, that's another really interesting, really interesting one. And that's, that's if, if, if anyone's sort of wondering what um, as happening in um, Triptolite Fantastic, there's a Mellotron going on, but it's it's not same on keys. It's actually it's actually the guitar oh, with the Mel really? pedal. Because you've 
because there's actually is a Mellotron yes, over there. I assumed that that was one. it. Right, <laughs> but it's actually this. So you can get the nuances of a Mellotron, but coming through a guitar. Oh, cool. Let's hear it. So it's kind of interesting. God, it's great. It's man. kind of interesting. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting pedal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, man, Jake, that is an amazing rig, and God, you're Thank a you. great player and a great Thank writer, you. and taking over the world. And <laughs> thanks for meeting with us, man. Yeah, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I guess you can catch these guys all around the world this year. Yeah. After a brief hiatus, like that's the rest right. of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're excited to be back out there, you know. And yeah. Get to see everybody's faces and yeah. celebrate again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, before we move on, though, the one thing I want to ask you on your yeah. acoustic sound, mm -hmm. what do you? Do? I mean, your acoustic sound is great. What do you? Are you running it through much, or, or it's, are you? It's 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 completely direct. It's a DI. Yeah. So a yeah direct input, right out to the speakers to yeah. the board to the speakers. And that's it. The rest is just sort of the playing. Yeah, I love that kind of folky aspect of what you guys are doing because you yeah. rock really hard and then you bring it to that thing. Yeah, I think that it was always sort of really important for us to sort of cover a, a, di a dimension of things and so yeah. to create a dynamic sort of album what? and a dynamic show. Right. So you know, there's a lot of acoustic pieces that we've put out in the past and and that we've been able to use in the show to add diversity. I think. Yeah, that was so clever because the rock stuff rocks so much harder when it's next to a really kind of beautiful folky thing. Yeah, I know? think so, yeah. yeah. It's all about the context, Yeah, I there's guess. this beauty and savagery and they <laughs> sort of kind of, you know, collide. That's a good <laughs> good album title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit of guitar nerdery. What strings are you using? These are clear tones on this. Okay. 10, 1046. Okay. Yeah. Uh, picks? Um, I use these Dunlop 0.6 millimeters. Okay, yeah. Um, and they make these cool picks with the cool design. That is a cool design. <laughs> yeah. And slides, no. what are you doing for slides? Um, I use a brass slide. I'm not sure exactly what yeah. what size, but we could do that maybe after. But yeah, yeah. like a brass slide. I really like that. The yeah. There's a metallic on metallic. Yeah, it's a it's thing. a different sound. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's like clay and there's like you know glass and yeah. bottlenecks and stuff like that. But I've always found that brass is. I can keep the amp low and the guitar low and create sort of an intensity with the tone by just putting a metal on metal. You're right, right. Contact. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now we're with Sam and uh, he's playing the exact same bass. That yeah, this time I believe it didn't, I didn't even have strings last time. <laughs> But this You're time right. I, I came prepared. You're right. You're right. You're number one. Didn't even have, have. I don't play anything. No, that was a rundown. Yeah, didn't even have strings. You've come a long way. That Grammy's really been good to you. You've I got am. strings exactly. on your bass. <laughs> so talk about this thing. Well, I mean, this is my this is my lovely lady. This is my tried and true kind of. This is my rock. Um, there's so many different elements. There's so many different variables uh, in in music production and writing music and everything. It just feels really good to have one solid thing you can always come back to. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, I, I, this was gifted to me, this bass, by uh, Marlon Young, the, one of the co-producers on our, our first works. And I went on tour with it, and I realized that 
the p-neck was way too thick for right. me because I like to do stuff like this. Like I use my thumb on the. So sure, the jazz neck is what I grew up playing, and that's what I really love. So I took my made in Mexico jazz neck, put it on here because <laughs> apparently you can do that with fenders. I didn't know did, what I was doing. I just did you do it yourself? It yeah, I just did it Good in the garage. For you. The... See, do it yourself. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 the whole thing, and uh, yeah, I mean, what 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 is there to say? the growl and it uh, she plays real nice when uh, I'm kind of under the radar when kind of a, a cleaner tone a kind of more of a, a Motown tone I, I grew up playing a lot of Motown music uh, because that, to me that was just the best bass playing that there really was right well and, and that was your hometown right exactly yeah, so since I since we grew up near Detroit yeah. I mean that's that's all my parents had and all sure. my, my aunt's records and yeah. my father's records my mother's records and uh, so that's the bass tone I kind of always stuck to, and that, that was always kind of my high echelon of, sure. of understanding what bass does and why. Uh, so yeah, it, it cleans up really well once I roll this tone down. And uh, yeah, it really blends with the, the, the bass drum. It's, it sits under, but uh, once I want to, I can do something like this. What are you running? Okay, what does that magic switch go to? How are you getting all that well, nastiness? You just, you in just there? click it, and then black magic happens, and then it sounds like yeah. black magic. Yeah, that's actually running to the the Fender basement, the Fender 300 watt basement. Oh, okay. And that's just my boost switch on there, and uh, it's a solid amp. It's a modern amp, and when we're on the road, there's any number of things that can go wrong yeah. with these old tube amps. So it feels good to have that reliability of that and options like that with, sure. a, with an amp like that. And uh, these are brand new pedals, the Mini Vent 2 and this uh, Tender Octaver. Oh, let's, let's hear this <laughs> very, stuff, very tender. whatever it is. So these work in uh, conjunction and uh, it only happens one time in the show and that's for Caravel. Okay. Uh, and the effect that we got in the studio was using an octaver, one octave up with the bass, and running it through a Leslie, okay. uh, like you see over there. Yeah. And that's what we did on the record. Um, so I only use this in Caraval for the for the riff section, and it sounds a little something like this, like that. That's right. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I've, I just never ever, I've never heard anything like that. So I figured that I had to use that. So you found that, you found that sound in the studio and then had to reproduce it yeah, and figure exactly. out like how to do it. And that was a big thing on, uh, on the album. It's reproducing all these crazy things that we did. Yeah. Because sometimes we would take a full day just working on a guitar tone. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot there. Uh, but the mini vent's also really cool for uh, a little bit, it just, creates kind of a spatial effect. Mm -hmm. uh, 
beautiful. So it creates a really cool thing. Really cool. And you're playing flat wounds on all your... Yes. Yeah, yeah I, use, I use medium flat wounds. Uh, just because I've always, I always have. Yeah. Your text and, uh, said, I never got to change strings. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. We don't like to change strings. Yeah. The deader, the better. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Because it has, it has all the opportunities to be able to still cut through, sure. even with, with dead flat wounds. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, although you're carrying a couple other bases, that is pretty much what you stay on almost yeah. every show so, the so for, time. for this set that we're playing tonight the only other bass that I'm using is my uh, like Fender Custom Shop that they gifted me we were playing this uh, kind of an industry show and I came backstage and somebody's like hey we have a surprise for you and so Fender made me this bass and it's a great bass I really love it and uh, it's tuned half step up for my way soon which, okay. is, uh, which yeah. is an F yeah and uh, capos on basses no. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> Not cool. Uh, so yeah, maybe let's just grab that one. Okay, so Fender built this for you, surprised yes. you with it at a gig. Yeah. And uh, it's just uh, it's just a perfect specked out uh, Sam Kiska bass. Because uh, that, that's what they did. Does it's it feel really close to your to your old green one? It does. I think they, they definitely kind of modeled it after that, especially taking notice to the jazz neck. Yeah. But yeah, it's, this is only for my way soon right now, but it's a great bass and I use it in the studio a lot. And uh, I just think the P bass is the ultimate like instrument. I was gonna say rock and roll instrument, which it kind of is, but yeah. it's just so versatile. Oh man, uh, that, is, that is Leo Fender's greatest contribution to the world, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, because like there are a lot of electric guitars, but that like set the whole bass thing off. Yeah, right? I mean, that. It, that didn't exist yeah, before. Yeah, people never heard basses live yeah. until that. A lot know? of the time you saw these guys playing electric guitar and the bass player is still using an upright. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, doesn't have any volume. And yeah. uh, it's a lot of work to do that kind of thing. So yeah, this was uh, definitely one of the biggest breakthrough inventions of the 20th century. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this does the same kind of deal. Uh, whoops, except it's muted. <laughs> have that Motown James Jameson kind of thing. It That's does, great, man. It does. Okay, so amp-wise, what are you running? You've got these three cabs here, and then you've got backstage. What's all back there? Well, what we have here is actually kind of an interesting story. Ooh. Brian, thank you, my good sir. Um, so this amp right here. Trying to remember which one's which. This amp right here. <laughs> yeah, this amp right here. This is my the first amp that I bought as a as like a child. Oh really? I was like I think 13 or 14 years old, and I had this little uh, PV 115 amp. Yeah. And we were so loud in that day. Right. Still that I, are. Yeah. We're still now we're record, even louder. Yeah. Still for, for the record, still are so. Loud. But now now it's even. Now yeah, now yeah. you can hear lead vocal. Yeah. Uh, but Jake was just playing so loud. I needed something with more volume. Yeah. 
because you can't, you know what happens if you tell a guitarist to turn oh, down. They go the other way. Yeah, it just yeah. goes, wow, yeah, watch yeah. this. Right, if you don't like that, you're gonna hate this. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. And it's the acoustic 360, this is the 361 cabinet, it's kind of confusing. And then there's a preamp that sits up here, but the amp lives down there in the middle. So I spent a lot of time with this guy, uh, changing capacitors and kind of learning ins and outs of like, this is actually a solid state amp built in 67. Huh. And uh, this one I think was built in 67 too. Uh, but yeah, this is all here to, to feel it. Sure. I like to feel the bass when I'm on stage. And when, it, when there's nothing playing here, it feels empty and some big speakers behind you is what makes you feel it. And that's oh, why yeah. I always play barefoot too, is being able to be in touch with that the bass frequency is running through the stage. Sure, yeah, it's a big part of it. Yeah, totally. When you're on ears playing bass and not feeling it, man, it is just undermines the entire experience. Yeah, that's when you see those bass players just sitting there like. Yeah, they're not into it. <laughs> yeah. They're not into it. It's no yeah. fun that way. It's no fun. But yeah, the, all these amps are getting the signal of my, my main amps, uh, which, which live backstage for, for sonic reasons. Sure. Uh, we don't want to blow Josh off the stage. Yeah, you guys are really, as we establish, you're really loud. All right. Yeah, in the really. 21st century, we had figured some stuff out. <laughs> right. You know, back in the day, it was just, the PAs really didn't do much. They just set up giant stacks. And, yeah. I mean, and the cabinets are so one, they go in one direction. So right. I can't imagine. I feel bad for the sound guys of those days. Oh, man, yeah. But yeah, basically I, what I'm running here is the Sun 2000S, which is kind of like my main crunch tone, mm -hmm. and then the Fender 300 watt basement, uh, which is kind of like a, more of my fuzz tone. Yeah. So at front of house, they're kind of switching in between that for different songs. But yeah, like like we were listening to with the with the pedal, it's the it's kind of creates a nice fuzz, which I oh, love. Right. I love both of those sounds, but they're they're used for very different uh, kind of things. Yeah. Okay. And we're, we're, I caught you guys the other day, um, was watching your videos, and you're playing B3, but I heard all your bass parts, and I thought, is there like a bass player in back hiding? It wasn't. It yeah, was, it goes right back there. <laughs> yeah. It was you. Can we talk about this ring? Yeah, now? absolutely. I'd love to. So, uh, not much has changed in the bass zone, I mean, in, in the realm of eternity, yeah. but this is... God, this is great. Really man. built all new. So right. So here I have my Nord Stage Three in this box, and it's something I never wanted to do is have a you know a digital keyboard. Sure. Uh, but there's just so many sounds and so many tones that we created in the studio that I I would look like it would look like Yes was playing yeah, here yeah, if I had to use all those keyboards. And, and it would and it you'd be repairing it. Constantly. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you, 21st century. Yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah, I have my Mellotron here. This does all the Mellotron tones. And this does all my keyboard tones. And the B3 is a monster oh. of itself. Yeah. And uh, Dude, I love your B3 plane, man. You, it, It's just killer. Well, it's I appreciate a, that. Yeah, thank hearing you. that whole warm bed. Well, Sam, let's uh, hear this monster you've built. Let's do it. Let's, uh, I'm going to showcase this, this B3 and what, what it can do here.
something like that. Dude, when you were taking it to church like that, man. That's great. I mean, I, I, I grew up really loving all the all the gospel organ players. And like, That's the best. That's and kind of like Jimmy Smith, which, right. which did this kind of thing. Oh, where's my bass? Kind of like this. That kind of thing. So I, I really fell in love with the, the jazz organ right. and kind of the, the more gospely stuff too. You can go all out, all out, you know, worship like a. But yeah, I just fell in love with that sound because who wouldn't? You're right. And, and yeah. you're nailing it. Man, one of the greatest pleasures in the world is to stand behind a Leslie in full flight and hear that thing. Isn't that great? And just off. just see it just oh. switch on the fast. Yeah. Yeah, there's no they I mean they're yeah, I don't think that will ever be emulated with digital whatever. I no. think it's gotta have stuff spinning around. It's those act it's the actual physics of, of, right. of the of this sound hitting a microphone and creating something so real like that. Yeah, the Doppler I mean, effect, I guess. Uh, right. But I mean, it's tried and true. This is this one's from like the 40s. Is it really? This cabinet's a BV cabinet. A guy, uh, a guy named uh, his name's John Doyle, and from Detroit built yeah. it for me. And he's just a mad B3 genius. And he took the guts of an A100 organ, which is identical to a B3, but a right. lot of people kind of say they sound better. I can get yeah. real nerdy when it comes yeah. into the Orion world, so I won't explain everything, but it's kind of pieced together, kind of picking the very best components, so that's what we landed with. And then, once again, this does kind of everything else, and yeah. so we kind of page through here. I have all, all the presets, uh, which makes life just a little bit easier, uh, but like Barbarians, for example, it kind of starts off on the B3, or on the, on the Mellotron. And at which point I could switch over to But it's having all this here just is so powerful being that one person can use three or four different things at once. Right. And that's kind of what I trained myself to do because we never had anybody else to play the other parts. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you're covering up covering all that all that low end with your feet. Yeah. That's amazing, man. God, that's just like next level musicianship. Really awesome. Thank you. I just love the the big the big sub bass kind of notes. Okay, so do you ever use both uh, both foot pedals at the same time? This one and that one. Yeah, actually, it sounds sweet. Like with, if you just hit yeah. one note like that and you double it. Right. I figured you'd have to try. All right, right exactly. <laughs> but for like Age of Man, we uh, like I'm I'm gonna I switch over to. B3 halfway through.
does the... Oh. Bam, bam. Yeah. So then I have to jump over here and kind of switch over. Yeah, and that's just the, the dexterity of these instruments is amazing because I can kind of tell a sonic story. I can yeah. paint like a picture for, for everything else that's going on in the band. So uh, I think that's the greatest advantage of using the keyboard world. Oh, right. Well, and now it seems like you're spending a good deal of your time here on the, on the show. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, it's, probably, it's probably almost about even now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah we never really, well, it would be like two or three keyboard songs. Uh, but yeah, now there's a, there's a lot of sonic uh, pictures to. Well, it's gotten a lot more complex. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Precisely. Yeah. yeah so, so I hope uh, I hope we can keep up with the. I might have to grow another arm. Yeah. Right. That's next. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, man. I so, think I think we do have one more important oh, thing to good. cover. Good. I want to hear about it. No, you don't. <laughs> but you're gonna hear, about it, hear anyway. about it anyway. The people <laughs> have to know. The people need to know. We might have to reset up the the because it's about my little desk back here. Hold, hold. Just move it in a frame. Move it in a frame. Alex? Yeah, yeah. All right, so Josh and I, during the shows, sometimes need to take breaks. Sure. And talk about politics. Uh, so what I have behind my bass amps is just a simple uh, work area to uh, you know drink and talk about what's going on in the world. Uh, so it's really handy to have uh, a little cocktail stand um, and just, you know, talk about art and culture just sure. and catch up on, you And know, this, is, this is a mid-show thing? Yeah. Oops. And usually we like to drop our mic packs, <laughs> yeah. too, while oh, we do that. Oh, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, yeah, we just kind of do something like this. Can I help you to... Uh, to a, a vodka ginger ale? I've never turned down a vodka ginger ale in my entire life. Yeah. This one's for John Prime. Oh. <laughs> I knew we, we were all thinking it. Ugh. Got a nine mile long cigarette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe when we get to heaven. <laughs> oh. This is not our best, our best cocktail mix, but. No, this is perfect. This, this is just. Just takes you, takes you back, takes you back a little bit. What you know? a civilized way to end an interview. Uh, cheers. Mm.